Are you still mixing station gas and oil for your string trimmer, leaf blower, or chainsaw? Eliminate the mess and the guesswork with True Fuel, the original pre-mixed two-cycle fuel. True Fuel is ethanol-free and precision-engineered for small engines, improving performance, and extending the life of your outdoor power equipment. And True Fuel is available for both two- and four-cycle engines. Empower your equipment with True Fuel. Available at your local home and garden center today. Introducing the SD Podcast channel, your one stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We can be reached on all social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. Welcome to episode 201 of the S&D Podcast Show, and of course, the first episode of 2018. Steven here, Dan and Vin on the other side. What's up, boys? How much. Happy New Year to everyone. Yes, Happy New Year, guys. Happy to be back. We took a little uh, break for the holidays, and uh, now we're back and ready to go, 2018. So, before we get into anything, prediction number one is Ben McAdoo gets to be the quarterback coach in Green Bay again. Going it now. <laughs> you know what? Uh, like I said, I should have said this earlier off air. It, it's whatever it is. The the head coach runs the offense, so I'm not worried about the it's... offensive coordinator. The defensive coordinator, I am worried about, but we can get into that later. Um, so Danny, I have an interesting question for you. Vin and I were talking about this before. <clears throat> All right, based on their glove only, you have to start your baseball team with one of these four center fielders. Andrew Jones, Griffey Jr., Torrey Hunter, or Jim Edmonds, based on glove only. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's a tough one. I'm crossing out Edmonds. I thought he was overrated as fuck. I thought he had like uh, he had the one, he had like a year and a yeah, half he had where the he one, made like three catches. Well, and he had the one catch, so everybody yeah. like remembers that yeah. catch. Uh, Torrey Hunter is awesome, but I just remember him robbing uh, Barry Bonds in the All Star game, right? Which was pretty cool, but he was awesome. Right, so those um, two would jo- be your last two choices. Yes, those are definitely three and four, respectively. Um, Andrew Jones or Adam Jones? Andrew, Andrew. Jones. Andrew Jones, okay. Uh, uh, man, Andrew Jones was a stud. Uh, he won all those gold gloves. I have to go Griffey, for obvious reasons. He's just, what would have been Griffey if he stayed healthy? And he just the natural athletics, uh, him just being a pro at the, in the range of everything. But wasn't he one of the guys that broke his leg going in the outfield diving for a ball? Griffey, I, 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 he might have been. I, I don't he definitely that. injured himself like jumping at the wall, and he tried to brace himself with his yes. foot, and he like broke his ankle or something happened. You're right. Yeah, definitely broke, along along those yeah. two, yeah, along those two. I, I think that it was, was either the, ankle or foot. Yeah, that was the big thing in Cincinnati. Like he got there, he was okay, and then that happened, and that kind of derailed the rest of his career. If I'm and not then mistaken, the, then all the hamstrings. But right, right, right. I'm just going. I'm going. Uh, I'm going Griffey for pure range and everything like that. It would be Griffey, Andrew Jones, uh, Torrey Hunter, and then Jim Edmonds. What did you, you guys was say? Just the general best outfielder we've ever seen. Like, 
What he made every catch. He <clears> threw <throat> every guy out. The only guy that I would probably rank above the four of them would be Ichiro. If there's a guy, if there was an other, it would be Ichiro. I would have. But then to... again, Ichiro was more of a right fielder than a center fielder. I I think I would have to go with Vlad. Oh, if we're gonna go right fielder, Vlad over Ichiro. I they they both were like good fielders, but they both just had cannons. That's pretty yeah, much. Yeah, like, I I, I think I think I'd have to go with Vlad. All right, that's definitely going to be a conversation when we get into those days of nothing to talk about. So, like, I, I went in, couple weeks. Andrew Jones, just because I he I watched just like him kill us so many times. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, it was just like, and he made it look easier than anybody I've ever seen. Yeah, but the number oh, yeah. one thing that he killed us at was waiting for strike one against Kenny Rogers in '99. Yeah, well, but the thing thing with Andrew Jones is uh, with compared to Griffey, the longevity of it. No, you're right. So I'm going Griffey with that. All right. That was a good. That was a good one, though. Yeah, we saw that today. That was interesting. I didn't have a chance to put it in the group, and I just kind of sent yeah. it to Vin because we were in the middle of a conversation. It was on the uh, MLB Instagram, I believe. MLB uh, Cut Instagram. Cut four, yeah. I was yeah, I like Cut four. Um. All right. So with that being said, this is our first episode of 2018. We actually had a special come out on Monday. Uh, with my friend Sammy about her recovery and her eating disorder, and it was a great episode. It's on all of our podcast channels, including SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. It's also could be found on the SNDblog.com, of course. Uh, so far, great reaction coming back from it, and I hope everybody else just keeps sharing it and listening to it. Uh, Sammy's a great follow for anybody going through anything. Um, she's always there to help and somebody who who can guide you in the right direction if you ever need someone to reach out to. Of course, you could always reach out to us as well on all of social media, SND Podcast, on I, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, and, of course, anybody who listens who has our personal information could always reach out to us. Um, you know, going through things, especially Danny, of course, you know, always somebody there to talk to, you know. He's been through and the he's been, he's been through the, <laughs> the been through, Yeah, I've been through the gamut. Uh no, boy, like I said, I wrote the article a couple months ago with my anniversary. So, yeah, that was that. Um, you and me both wrote articles. I think Vince needs to step up his game a little bit. What do you think, Steve? Vince's been writing. He has? I, I, write a, I write a good amount. I do have a Packer article in the works pretty okay. much done. I just, I'm just busting your chops because so we I, I was, both sent one this week. Right. So I was just uh, – delaying with the changes they made today i'm gonna add some stuff in and work yeah smart smart move i'm thinking of the i'm thinking of a head coach one coming up soon for this giants that'll be my next one hopefully i beat it before the new head coach gets called Um, but all right it is like i said the first episode of 2018 so let's get right into our first leadoff of the year Leading off. All right, welcome back. So this year's leadoff, this week's leadoff, this year's leadoff, this week. Eh, it's, it's the leadoff eh, of the year, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah technically it is, because it is the first episode of 2018. And every year, everybody does year, you know, new year, new me. So, <laughs> so, so you know, you make your resolutions, you go to the gym on, on January 2nd, and then you never go again. Nope. And you just keep collecting dust on your little... uh your gym membership badge on your keychain. Um, so we figured out for this week's leadoff, we're going to do our 2018 sports resolutions. 
just in general it doesn't have to be about certain teams doesn't have to be about like anything just just sports in general so basically for me my my 2018 resolution is i just want all sports to clean out their rule books and come out with something more of a clear-cut rule book type of thing there are so many times that an nfl thing just gets so confusing a catch is like the nobody knows unless the guy passes a sobriety test goes and stands in front of a judge and beats a court case he doesn't get a catch like it's just Mm -hmm. very confusing and i just feel like every sport needs to just do like a a swipe and restart on their rule books and just make everything clear and it's also 2018 so make them digital so you can kind of like you know put a slideshow to the picture to what's a catch what's not a catch what's a legal hit what's not a legal hit what's targeting what's not targeting those type of things it's just to use example for football um but yeah i just want in 2018 for all sports to become more like clear cut on the rules that's mine when are you guys are up all right well to reboot to what you said steve uh that sounds like a good plan um unfortunately the scary thing is they do have everything digital and players sit in meetings all day long with these rules normally in all the well, leagues. It's usually so like, that's a, a, like a right before training sy- camp or a mini symposium camp. Symposium right? kind of thing, yeah, with all the new rules. Um, but, um, Vin, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Um, I was going back and forth between a couple of things. And I think my 2018 sports resolution is I need we need to get politics out of sports. I don't. I, I understand that it's it's a hard thing, and especially this whole year, it's it's died down. And, but I don't want to have to see, like, them talking about sports on CNN or all these you know editors of these political websites chiming in on their thoughts on Colin Kaepernick and Ray Rice and why well, Ray Rice is a while ago, but, but all the kneeling and whatever nonsense is going around. I I just don't want to hear it anymore. Let's just all grow up a little bit and and just everybody do their job and for once get along please danny yeah that's a good one i i think our my new year's resolution is more towards the fans on twitter and uh, it's a general fandom on twitter and it goes to every team every every fan of every team is the over-excitement or over-analysis or over, um, over-judgment on certain things before news breaks or something of that caliber happens. Um, let it ferment a little bit, collect your thoughts a bit, and be able to be intelligent with certain situations and be re- be having a intelligent intelligent conversation with these certain things. For example, if a something bad happens on that particular play, yeah, Twitter's great to shoot off a couple tweets about rapid reaction, but sometimes you don't let yourself really think about it. And then when you actually see a certain play or something like clear as crystal and it doesn't go towards your team's way, you're still going to find things to bitch about. Or if there's some sort of rumor on the internet, you a lot of people find that to be set in stone and they sound stupid when they, you have a conversation with somebody. Right. So I, that, I think... 
Keep going. Go ahead. No, no, you go no, ahead. no, I was actually going to add to that. Like, there should be some sort of thing where, like, you can lose your job in the sports media if you it, leak it, something honestly, early. Yeah. Like, let's go something back to the good old days too. where it takes an hour to find something out. Like, make make the press conference be the first time people find things out. Not, oh, this guy is reporting this is happening on this social media site. Oh, that not only that, it's now you don't go to the website, you go to the guy's Twitter. And that's how they break news. Like like come on, let's it's it's cool to have Twitter to break news. And then then, then like the other all right, for example, I do like the Giants beat writers, so it's nothing against them. But since I've been reading them mostly since it's been football season. All right, one guy, let's say, uh, Art makes a gets a something. Then you get Ralph Acciano. Then you get um. Then you get uh Schwartz. And then you get the guys, the other guys from Jersey. It's like literally everybody chases them after. So it's it's crazy, crazy thing to see. Like there's so just maybe there's too much going on with uh, the media, but it's a great thing to have. But we just need to figure out ways to twinker, twicker with it, and figure it out. Yeah, I, I was just thinking the other day. Like I remember when getting an ESPN alert was the first time I would hear about things. Now uh, it's like yes, ESPN exactly. alerts are like twenty minutes behind. Exactly. I I hundred percent agree with that. And it's like, oh, thanks ESPN for letting me know something I read three times already. Right. My grandma called me with it three days ago, and you just updating me now. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> And people can't believe everything they read. That's another big one, a big pet peeve of mine. No, like today, I'm, like like today, that was so funny. The the screenshot you sent me, which we all know was like, all right, because the Mets are cheap. But that was funny right. as hell. It's a woo, and then it's like, oh. But you go, you read, you read the article, and the guy just says, oh, if the wolf well, decide to spend, okay, well yeah, if they decide to pull a rabbit out of their ass, yeah, then they'll get him. Okay, it's like. I mean, it, it isn't it isn't complicated. We've been saying the same thing for two months, and they're not going to spend any money. Yeah, right. pretty much. Hundred percent. So those are our sports resolutions for 2018. Um, let's go listen to "Crush It" by Division One Point One, which is this week's song because we're planning on crushing it all over the S and D podcast channel this year for 2018. And we'll be right back. Here. Welcome back to the SD Podcast. You just listened to Crush It. We're going to have our longtime friends, Weissman and Oz, come and join us for our football preview. What's up, guys? How's it going tonight? I know the Giants suck, so both of you guys don't have to tell us so that. So the Packers. Just, oh, I'm just going to keep throwing it out there that the Packers suck, too. <sighs> we so have one year. One time we actually get to say the Packers suck, too. We do. We're doing good. We're doing good. Happy to be here. Um, in Vin's defense or Steven's defense, I don't know who just said, uh, Packers always suck. The roster's always oh. terrible. I mean, no, 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 no. Roster on paper, it's it's always terrible. I mean, that's just okay. That's just reality. One uh, a Super Bowl and three NFC Championship games in eight years, but the roster's terrible. Thanks. Well, it's all, I mean, it's all Rodgers, but the roster is, is hey, pretty bad. Hey, hey, I'd rather have okay. two in thirteen years, two rings in thirteen years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ben. I didn't mean to start this. So, guys, how's it going tonight? 
Uh, welcome aboard. Happy New Year. Uh, the football playoffs are starting on Saturday. Hold on. Before uh, we get to the NFL playoffs, Errol, can we just cry a little bit about Monday and, and oh, what happened in Tampa Bay? Sucks. I don't, I don't even. The fact that we were the only Big Ten team to lose in that fashion just made <laughs> Losers. I've never seen a quarterback worse than Jake O'Korn. Well, I mean, he didn't play, so... Uh, he I did mean, play. He came in and played, and I was like, nope, not watching the rest of this game. I already know it's over. When did Peters come out? Peters went on the last drive. When did he... Uh, he got hit in, like, end of the third quarter. He got knocked out, and they had to pull him because he has a concussion problem. I don't know what happened. I swear, I thought that was... Listen, if Shea Patterson comes next year, that's all I care about. Just if he, if he I don't want play, Patterson playing. Patterson's not going to play. Dylan McCaffrey, baby. Number one recruit in... In the country last year, redshirted this year. Well, I don't think the quarterback problem. I don't think the quarterback position will be a problem next year. So let's just hope that. God knows it's all we need. There must it's have been. There. It must have been a quick turnaround. I wasn't watching, but I looked at my phone. It was nineteen three. I looked back like an hour, half hour later. It was twenty six nineteen. I was like, "What the hell just happened?" Whatever. One in three on bet the SI on fucking one in. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I, I split. I was 50-50. <laughs> that game was amazing, though. That the Rose, Rose Bowl, Bowl was, was probably... Rose Bowl was great. That was that, definitely that, number two of Rose Bowl games right, behind since the, uh, the USC-Texas yeah. game in 05, 05 yeah. You guys want to hear something astounding. Steven, right next to me, watched the game, enjoyed it very much. I did. The Rose Bowl is arguably the best bowl game every year. No matter yeah, whether it's whether it's part of the playoff or not, it's arguably the best game every year. Yeah, it's a must-watch every year for me. I don't think it's ever. I don't remember a time where there's ever been like a big blowout in the Rose Bowl, where you had to shut it off. And to, the crazy part was is that this year was the first time ever in overtime. Really? To watch Baker Mayfield in the NFL. Baker Mayfield is going to be the love of my life in the NFL, except for when he becomes a Brown. O'Korn did go in through one pass and came back out. Okay, but that's one pass too many for me. <laughs> yeah, 99 quarterback. <laughs> guess what Peters' quarterback rating was? Say one guess. Uh, negative 12. 34. 14. 14. Oh, damn it. Wow, I was oh, closer man. than Vin was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, bad when I say negative, t- four, negative 12 and I'm closer than Vin. Unbelievable. Oh, damn. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> stupid boy. Back, back, to, space. back to pro football. Why pro football playoffs. And just like everybody predicted, the Rams, Jaguars, and Bills are all in the playoffs for the first time in like forever. Just like we all predicted at the beginning of the year. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> we, we, we said it early in the season. Forget that. And the Saints. We, we didn't Saint, see that one Saints, coming either. Eh, the Saints were one of those like... On the edge teams, you could have you could have picked them and gotten away with it, and nobody would have questioned it because you knew the offense was high powered. Yeah, but the defense. But we did was not a... see the running game being what it was supposed to be, and they did have and they did have AP. Everybody thought AP was going to be the guy too, right. which was funny. If I would have told you they would have led the league in rushing at the beginning of the year, you would have said Adrian and, Peterson had a and renaissance ha- and have two Pro Bowl running backs. Right. Yes. I don't think anyone expected the Vikings either, to be honest. I definitely well, didn't. I, I well, thought, we the thought the Vikings, Vikings would get were in. we thought the Vikings were going to be good, but I, we didn't think that uh, 
Case Keenum would be the all end all be all. So Obviously. right right now on January third while we're recording, <clears throat> is Case Keenum in the MVP conversation? I, he has to be. Everybody he, else got hurt. Yeah, he has to. He has to be, but he obviously is not going to win it. Who's? It has to be like okay. Carson Wentz got hurt. The Seahawks didn't make the playoffs. They still. They still. Wentz is still going to win it. No, oh, I, I can't. You can't give it to him when he got hurt. To put, I don't think you can give but, it to him. I think it was late enough. I. I. You can make an I argument. I think it was late enough. It he played well enough, enough, and you can tell the difference in that team after he got hurt. I said the same thing about Derek Carr last year. And they didn't even come close. Yeah. I think it'll be interesting That's to see true. if, because cause of all the injuries, does Wentz get an extra boost because I, I he played I, so long this season? Todd Gurley. That's my pick, Todd Gurley. Well, we're going to have, we'll, we'll do another, uh, an we'll award, do an award show later. later. Definitely Super Bowl week. We'll get together, all of us, again, like we did last year. And do something <laughs> like that. So let's go through the wild card games first. And we're going to go in order of time frame of game. Um, so, the somehow sneaking in Tennessee Titans are the AFC's fifth seed. Traveling to, who should be a three or a four, but anyway. Um, going to Kansas City. Errol Weissman, one of you guys want to uh, start us off here? Yeah, I you know what? Mariota took a huge step back, obviously. I mean, he had more interceptions than touchdowns, which we didn't expect. Was it by injuries? Was it by big regression? You know, we don't know. Um going I think it's just it's gonna be way too much going into Arrowhead in that environment. I, I I can't pick Tennessee. I didn't I was one of the people I really didn't want to see Tennessee in the playoffs. I really wanted to see the Chargers, I thought it made it more interesting, but you know, the chips fell how it fell and I I think this is gonna be Close to a blow. I think it'll be a double-digit win for, for Kansas City. Yeah, I, I'm going to go Kansas City as well. I mean, the spread is a little high with nine points. I do think, you know, Mariota is Wait, 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 wait. Did you just mention the spread? Oh, here we go. Errol, <laughs> <laughs> did I get better with the spread? He's, uh, he did. He had a couple hiccups towards the end, but he, he knows what he's he's doing. I think okay, we're not doing predictions based on the spread, just so you know, but I'm impressed. I want Don't this worry. stuff. Thank you. Thank you. But... You know, I guess you could say Kansas City's defense really, you know, didn't play all that well most of the season. I mean, in the beginning, obviously, they're one of the best teams in football. But right now, Kansas City's playing pretty well. And, yeah, I could see it being a blowout. But I don't know. We'll see. All right. I'm going to go. Like Errol said, Mariota's backwards. Um, They're, like – they already said that if they didn't make the playoffs, there was going to be a coaching change because of the fact of Mariota's basically progression is not even there. Granted, he got hurt last year towards the end of the year, but still, he needs to. He's a lot better than what we've seen. Um, there, they were also uh, one of those sexy division champion teams this year. A lot of people had the Titans. Um, there was a point last year where I thought the Titans had a shot, a legitimate shot of going to Foxborough before the season and possibly playing in the AFC Championship game. I mean, there's nobody even close to the Patriots in the AFC, but the Titans, I thought, would actually have a shot to go there. But in Kansas City, um, we all know somehow Andy Reid's going to screw up a playoff game with timing or or whatever at some point, but this this is a week that 
unless there's another Music City Miracle in Kansas City, though, uh, the Chiefs are going to win this game. Danny? Yeah, um, I'm going KC, obviously, as well. They're, they got the engines re, re fluid. Everything's ready to go. I think they're just going to crap on them. The, their defense is going to make Marcus Mariota look un, un, uh, unreliable like he's been pretty much this whole entire season. Un, un, unready to go, pretty much. He's he's doesn't seem confident like he's his normal self. So I, I don't like that going into Kansas City. That is arguably the loudest crowd in the whole NFL. So it's going to be their first playoff experience. It's not going to be a pretty one. Yeah, watch, they have a close game, but it might not. It's not going to end pretty, I, especially if they give Hunt the ball like they're supposed to. I think it, it's going to be a long day for uh, for Tennessee. Vincent, are you still there? Yeah, I, I'm still here. I, I, I think uh, it's tough for me to not go with Kansas City. Alex Smith, though, is uh, he's played – I'm just looking. The second half of the season – first half of the season, he threw 16 touchdowns, no interceptions, 69% completion percentage. Second half, the last nice. he didn't play. He didn't play week sixteen. The last seven games, he threw ten touchdowns, five interceptions, and a sixty-five percent completion percentage. I, he's just ever since November, the weather gets cold. He's not very good. But at home, it's, I think it's going to be a closer game than some of you were saying. But I, I think the, the Chiefs pull it out. If they, the only like, only way is if Andy Reid becomes playoff Andy Reid. Well, I mean, if, if he just runs the ball and and doesn't have to manage the clock. I'm not saying it's going to be a, a, like a one-score game. So you're telling me he's I, not going to take a knee with two minutes left and I down two touchdowns? Seven, I'm going to say they win like 17-7. I could see that. Still 10 points. Guys, you know what, Stephen, you mentioned before? Uh, you thought there were rumors that Malarkey might lose his job if he didn't make the playoffs. I got to tell you, if he even loses this game... Even by a small margin, I, I still don't know if he's keeping his job. Just the way, man, 13 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. Do you, can he can he develop this quarterback? I don't know if he could. Yeah, that, that that's interesting. You know what I actually think is interesting is there's been a lot of rumors about Bill O'Brien also possibly losing his job and being the quarterback guru that he is. If Bill O'Brien loses his job, Titans, get, Titans lose – do they do they pull the plug and keep him in the AFC South? That'll be an interesting thing to watch, especially be, like I said, they Bill O'Brien, this quarterback guru that they all say. I think at the end of the day, I think O'Brien keeps his job because Watson got hurt, and I think that team's going to be monstrous next year with him healthy. So we'll see what happens there. Um, all right, so the one of the, uh, I think probably a really intriguing game is. Atlanta Falcons going to the Los Angeles Rams. Six first three. Who wants to start this one? I'm going to start with this one. Um, the defending NFC champs, um, they finally, they had the whole season, sleepwalking throughout the whole season, finding ways to win in that hard NFC South. And I think they're going to pull out the upset against the Rams strictly because they've been there before. This is the first test for the Rams to really, 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 really uh, show anything, unless Todd Gurley obviously is Todd Gurley the last couple weeks, which is possible. But um, 
they pretty much benched all their guys last week, and you know how I don't like doing that usually, um, losing all the momentum of what you've created the last pretty much the whole season. Um, I think the uh, the Falcons have been playing playoff football for the last month and a half, so I I think they're they're a dangerous team, and I I think they're gonna go into LA Saturday night and beat the Rams. Any takers? I'll go. Then you can go. All right. Um. I'm, def- I'm I'm taking the Rams. I mean, uh, Jared Goff, huge bounce back season. Twenty eight touchdowns to seven interceptions after five and seven last year in uh, in seven games. Looks like a different player. Todd Gurley looks like the Todd Gurley that we we saw before and that we thought. Oh he yeah, should definitely. Be. So it's, I mean, the the, oh, the Falcons, while interesting, the only NFC team to make the playoffs uh, in back to, you know from last year. Everybody else is a new team. So, I mean, that definitely they're the only one with the – I mean, I guess the other teams have experience, like the, the Panthers and the Saints and whatnot, but the only they have the, the pedigree of being the NFC champions last year. I think the Rams are going to pull it out. I like the Rams. Oh, yeah, this is going to be the, one of the best matchups of the week, obviously. <laughs> I, I just – I just I don't know. I just have a sneaky feeling that it's going to – it's going to be a huge moment for the Rams, and then maybe it's maybe a next year kind of thing with them. Obviously, since they're such a very young team, but I I, I don't know. It's some I got the I got the experience in this one, but I I could obviously hundred percent be wrong, especially the way the Rams have been all season long. Yeah, I'm gonna agree. Been there. I'm gonna go with the Rams as well. I mean, it, the X factor is gonna be Todd Gurley as long as he's having, you know, one of his MVP like. You know performances. I think the Rams pull out victorious in this one. I, I get what you're saying with experience, and that's why I was thinking about going the Falcons. But I think Goff and Gurley just had two good of seasons to just have it end right here. I'm going to go with the Rams. Yeah, you know, believe it or not, I've actually I've been on the Rams all year. I love the Rams all year, and I, I, honestly, the fact that Greg Zerline got hurt, I don't think gets enough attention. That scares me. And the fact that Vic Bay decided to sit his starters, I think, you know, a young team like that, you need to keep the engine going. He took his throw off the pedal. I think experience means something. Um, I've actually, I stumbled upon a stat since 2000. First time quarterbacks in the playoffs are 1 in 10, which is a little scary. And it scares me, and it's scaring me off. And I'm going to go with Atlanta. I'm going to go with experience. And I'm, you know, I think this is, the Rams are a year away from being a true, true Super Bowl contender. And I'm, I'm going to go with the Falcons to go on the road. In good weather conditions in LA, to beat the beat the Rams, pull off the upset. I think that the Rams have one of the most underrated defensive coordinators of all time in Wade Phillips. Granted, he can't coach a full team if his life depended on it, but it's we all know he didn't actually coach the Cowboys. There was a guy in the the upstairs coaching. It was basically like having um, what's his name from the A's. Coaching, managing the team. So, the Rams' defense is going to be able to stuff the Falcons' running game. Matt Ryan took a step back this year. I don't know if it was a new offense. I'm pretty sure they just promoted from within for the offense. But something happened where they took a step back on the offense. And Julio d- hasn't looked 100% this year. Granted, I think he's actually played in all 16 games for the first time ever. Um, but I'm going to go with the Rams... Going at home, uh, I like Gurley. That he's going to be the difference maker, and Goth's going to make a big play at some point in this game that nobody's going to expect him to make, 
and they're going to pull off this upset, which which is weird considering that they're the three seed to have to pull off an upset. But I think I think the Rams are going to pull off an upset. And this game reminds me a lot of the Eagles game a couple of weeks ago when when the Eagles came into L.A. and the Eagles found a way to pull it out. I, I think I, I have similar feel to this game. But obviously that game was really good, and it was a classic, obviously. This was one of the better games of the season. I just have the same feeling with this game. I think Atlanta is going to find a way to get Julio cooking, and they do have that double-headed rushing team, game team that could get things going. So that's what I think about that one. So what do you guys think about the next game? You know, before Steven Nassan would, I have to give him credit. He stood there at the uh, Belmore Street Fair and said, guys, you know, Wade, every team, first year, I think, Steve, you said, first year Wade Phillips is a defensive Wade, coordinator. Every year Wade Phillips, in Wade Phillips' first year as defensive coordinator, every team he's coached defensively has made the playoffs. Yep. Yeah, look what happened. It just continued. Which is shocking. I, I'm very surprised. And he, he just keeps getting older. Like, <laughs> I, I think he's gotten to, like you said, he can't coach a full team to save his life. But he's accepted the fact that he's a defensive coordinator, and he's just going to roll with that. Um, yeah, good for him, though. But right. if you, if, And if you look at the resume, you can argue a Hall of Fame coordinator. I, do they do Hall of Fame coordinators? I don't they know. do coaches. Parcells is in. I mean, why wouldn't they? Yeah, but that's a, head, that's a head coach. Uh, I don't know. We'll, I guess we'll see when, when that happens. I guess um, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, but and you know what? The Rams also created something this year that you may see start. You may start to see a trend in the NFL because of look at what they did. They brought in a coach that was thirty-one years old. They brought in a defensive coordinator, and basically the thirty-one-year-old ran the offense and sat on the bench with the offense while the defense was on the field. This could be a yeah, new but, thing that we could see. But, but I could also I could also see this backfiring in a couple of years if it's not worked. Perfect. Sign of them being a weaker team. I, it could end. It could prolong it, or it could get ugly quick. And we've seen how that happens with a rookie head coach being 11 and 5 one year then next year not knowing what's going on. So it could go either way. I'm I'm hoping right. cuz I like McVay. It's scary to think a head coach is a year older than me. So that's a crazy thing to think about. But yeah, that's that's we got to be careful cautious with that. Right? right right right. That's what I'm it's saying. All... This this could be a, this could be a trend that could start till it's perfect. Right. It could be. It's like the shift in baseball, you know. Yeah. It worked to a point for one guy who started a trend and now every team's doing it. But it's also like it could go the other way. Like this is a, a personal example for the, with the Packers. After that, that championship game collapse in 2014, McCarthy like <clears throat> gave up his offensive play call duties and like w- wanted to be more in, you know, uh, engaged with the whole team because the special teams were such a disaster. So like if they lose a game because of a block kick and a middle recover on like kick, then recover an onside kick. Then, like, he's gonna get shit for not paying attention to everything else. Right. Well, of that's course. the same thing that happened with the Giants this year. The game in Denver, <clears throat> they gave Mike uh, Sullivan the offensive play calling, so McAdoo could start focusing on the rest of the team and everything else instead of just focusing on the offense. Right. But right. well, he could have focused on anything, and it didn't matter anyway. No. Anyway, the Sunday one o'clock game, 
just like we all predicted to be a oh, playoff yeah. game this year, the Buffalo Bills are traveling to Jacksonville to play. This is like the most, the weirdest game of all time. Like, yeah. does Shady play is the biggest question mark in this game. The biggest says, thing, right now they're saying no. game time decision. I, I just saw, I'm reading game time decision. Knowing, watching McCoy all those years in Philly, I'm going to say he plays. Yeah, I think so too. I think at this point it's a, oh, let's announce it as a game time decision so they don't know if they should plan for him or not. I don't care what team you are, you're planning for the Sean McCoy. Obviously. You have to. He's their offense. I mean, they're not, Bills aren't winning this game without without McCoy. I mean, they can't rely on Tyrod Taylor to make that big play. Yeah, you know what? If McCoy does play, I don't, I mean, is he going to be 100%? I mean, he relies on so much of being versatile and, and relying on his cuts, even if he does play. And what is it, an ankle injury that he yeah, had? It's I an ankle so. sprain. I mean, that's going to, oh, I mean, a player like that, it's going to be tough. But, but even but, a 50% LaShawn McCoy is going to be better I, than nothing. I, I guess. Even with him in a lineup at full health, I still think Jacksonville is going to win this game, to be honest. It, their defensive line is just too good. Bortles is going to have to make like two or three plays, which I think he can, and that's really it. I don't think the Bills' uh, think, defense is that good. That's the yeah, problem. And I think Fournette could run over them. Yeah, that's going to run think, over them. Yeah, I'm going Jacksonville as well. I think it was a great story that they made the playoffs the way they made the playoffs, but the way seems like they're just happy to be there. And the whole fan base and everybody, I know it's been 17 years, so it's a great story for them to make the playoffs. But it's like when the Islanders first made the playoffs in 2001. Yeah, we had a decent team, but we were upset that we lost in seven against the Leafs, but we were happy to be there kind of feeling. And I, I think that's the feel you get out of Buffalo. Yeah, it, it would be great if they won a couple of games, but we're just happy to make the playoffs finally after 17 years of not doing so. So I'm going Jags because Fournette, as long as he doesn't, he isn't late to meetings or team pitchers, I think. Or have Fournette a random have hamstring a injury 10 minutes before kickoff. Yeah. Like he did every game in LSU. So the S&D podcast show, we're going Jags across the board. What about the Weissman and Oz show? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Jags. People don't realize how how good this wide receiving core. I mean, everyone talks about Fournette, obviously. But uh, this wide receiving, D.D. Westbrook is electric. I mean, he. I, I think this team has a possibility to go deep. Uh, this Jag, I think they're going to rumble over the Bills, especially if McCoy doesn't play. Because you could run the ball in Jacksonville, middle of the pack running defense, but if he doesn't play, they got no shot. So I'm going Jags. It, it's crazy to think you mentioned their wide receiving core. Isn't one of their top guys hurt? Isn't Yeah, both of them are. They're both hurt? Both no, I think Hearns yeah. is playing. Hearns is back? All right. Well, the last couple of weeks he hasn't played, so it's been completely no, no name. It's wide receiving core. Well, think about it. The Jaguars went into the season without their top wide receiver, Allen Robinson. Well, he got hurt week one. Well, he got- First half, week one. So my fantasy. Yeah, so, I mean, the Jaguars are obviously got, got a lot better. Blake Bortles had a bounce-back season. Uh, but, you know, you got to expect a big uh, game from one for net. You're not going to win it with just Blake Bortles. I mean, the defense will obviously play like they have been all season. But I'm going to Jags also. Best defense in the league. On paper, best defense in the league. By the way, looking at the injury report from today, 
Uh, Marcus Lee is the only wideout on it who did not practice for Jacksonville. Okay. Okay, that's so. I didn't look at the Bills. Bills. He's Lee. (laughs) God. That guy's been around forever. Yeah, he actually came on last year. He's pretty good. Yeah, he had a pretty good season. Shady did not practice today. Yeah, I don't expect him to practice. Yeah, he's not practicing all week. And Kelvin was. Kelvin was limited. And Joe Webb was limited also, Vin. Just in case oh, they missed Joe Webb. That's going to be a big hurt. <laughs> Can we just talk about how Joe Webb was probably the worst playoff quarterback of all time and still plays in this league? He's a receiver now. He was like a special teams gunner. He, he's under the quarterback listing, though. I don't know. No, he played like... The only time... That game they played in the snow a few weeks ago, he played like three snaps at quarterback for some reason. And was throwing the ball in the snow. I was like, I don't know what's going on right now. All right, so the final NFC game is the battle <laughs> of the AFC South, the NFC South, sorry, of the Panthers going to New Orleans. Now, this would have been the other way around if the Panthers just won last week. So now instead, they're going to New Orleans, which... I want on record is one of the toughest places to play. It, uh, granted, it's in a dome, but it is loud as hell. Um, it's going to come down to which Cam Newton shows up. That's my opinion on this. Um, I still haven't picked who's going to win this game, but I'm going to let you guys go first on that. I'll start it off. Um, this is it's going to be. Uh... Interesting a analysis, I guess. This game is not going to be... I don't think it's going to rest on what Cam Newton we get. I mean, that always rests on... I think he's going to play well, though. This is going to rest on what Drew Brees we get. Because the Panthers can stop the run. The weakness, surprisingly, this year of the Saints has been Drew Brees. Their defense has been great. Their running backs have been great. And Drew Brees has been good for the most part. But... Because he's not throwing the ball as often, he's been slightly out of rhythm. If he can, can you know, do what he does and, and, you know, throw the ball 30 times this game for a couple touchdowns, I, I see them winning this game. The first two matchups of the year, uh, the Saints won both. I, I think that they're going to win the third one. It's tough to beat a team three times in a season, but I think they're going to win this one. Yeah, you know what? I mean, this is going to be fun. Top five rushing offense against a top five rushing defense. I mean, everyone's wor- – listen, it depends. I think it depends on a lot of Cam Newton. Oh, Breeze I wouldn't be exactly worried about. 72% completion percentage. I think he hasn't done much. He's still at 4,000 yards because he hasn't had to do much. I mean, right. like, two running backs are just incredible that he doesn't have to throw the ball 50 times a game. Uh, I'm going to go with the Saints. I know, Vinny, you just spoke to it. It's hard to beat a team three times. But uh, Cam is too inconsistent. I mean, he has a worse. He, he has a, Blake Bortles has a better completion percentage than he does. That that scares me. Scares me away. So, and the defense is for New Orleans. We're not used to this. Is is really good. I, I'm gonna go with New Orleans to beat Carolina third time. And Steven before that dome is just a hell to play. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Saints here. Also, like you said, the uh, Mark Ingram and Kamara, obviously the best running game. In the NFL, um, 
Yeah, I don't even know if Michael Thomas is 100% healthy. I don't even think it would matter. It obviously doesn't matter. And like you said, Cam Newton just hasn't been very consistent. We'll see what happens, but Saints are good. I think Saints takes it. Yeah, I'm going to go across the board with the Saints as well for those immediate reasons you guys said. And I think if they can get the running game going early in their defense, it's a re- recipe of uh, playoff success right there. Especially at home, get the crowd going, and Cam's not going to know what's going to hit them if they get those two things going. Especially the blitzing. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go. Confuse with, them a bit. Yeah, I'm going to go with the, the Saints in this game as well. Um, I don't. I feel like what's going to happen is the Panthers are going to come up to the line expecting for the run in, at all times, and Breeze is going to beat up this weak secondary in Carolina. Can anybody name one guy in the secondary in Carolina? Roman Harper's still there. I think Roman Harper's there. Roman Harper? Wasn't he a Saint when he won a Super Bowl? Wasn't Roman Harper on the Saints when he won a Super Bowl? I believe so. Roman Harper is there, though. I think that's now reaching for it. Roman Harper was like the leader of the Bounty Gate Saints, yes. By the the way, since we all picked the Saints, we all know the Panthers are going to win by their three (laughs) touchdowns now, right? Yeah, probably. Only three? Yeah, well, maybe Cam, Cam decided to show up. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Lisa. Oh, they still have Mike. Oh, they have Jarvis Bird at safety. Jarvis? Oh, and they have um, uh, they have Captain Merlin. Captain Merlin. Let's go. Hey, let's go, Captain. Oh, my God. He's still there, too? I nope. Listen. Nobody leaves Carolina, I don't think. I no. feel, I'm pretty sure Steve Smith is still there. No, I'm kidding, of course. <laughs> Steve Smith is actually Christian McCaffrey. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> He's Christian, Christian McCaffrey in whiteface. Is that what we're saying? He's Sammy Sosa himself to become Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> I love it. Um, and also, just so you know, Roman Harper is not on that team anymore. Ah, okay, perfect. <laughs> I, I, we were talking about Cam... He's only had one season that he was above 60% in his completion percentage. He's just not very accurate. He's not going to be consistent. It's it's tough to rely on him, to be honest. And also, Jonathan Stewart's about 100. Jonathan Stewart, man. That guy just keeps doing it. Well, he's been hurt, so like always, but he didn't play Week 17. So you got to keep an eye on that as well. Well, there's a surprise. <laughs> Joe Webb was, was on that team, me. too, a couple years ago. Joe Webb was a Panther a couple years ago. Yes, he was. All right, so instead of going through each of the division games, we're going to say, we're going to go with, let's talk. Let's go straight to the NFC and AFC Championship games. Um, so basically, someone will start and be who the two teams are going to be in the championship game. We'll go through the NFC first, um, and then also say who you think is going to win the game. So say who's going to be in it and who's going to win it. Whoever wants to start can start. Um, I'll start. I'm going to go to the NFC Championship game, the Saints versus the Vikings. Uh, I originally, obviously, if Carson Wentz was playing, I'd have the Eagles in this. I had I, I was rooting for Carson Wentz and the Eagles, but it, I just – don't think with Nick Falls they're going to make it into this game. But with the Saints and Vikings, I think Case Keenum 
like we said before, probably you could put him in an MVP conversation. And with the production of Adam Thielen, you know, Stefan Diggs, this Vikings team is really good. I, I'm going to pick the Vikings to win this one. Whoever's next. Yeah, um, Stephen, I got this. I actually have the Eagles in the NFC Championship game, just based off what I had before. I think they do win a game. Uh, I have the Saints going there, and I have the Saints reliving what happened. I think it was 2012 with Nick Foles, and I think they go in there and I think they beat him. Um, so you said, I'm sorry, who'd you say was in the game? I got the Saints beating the Eagles. Saints beating the going to Philly and beating the Eagles. I do, yeah. Uh, it's a little risky just because the cold weather, I don't know, but now, finally, Breeze has a running game where he doesn't, like I said before, doesn't have to throw the ball 50 times. If he does, I think he can. I think he has the wide receivers to do it. I think he has the weapons to do it, but I think they go in there and they, they pound, the, pound the ball running. I don't know what's up with the, the... There's so much value in controlling the ball on offense for your defense. They have not been good running the ball over the past, or excuse me, defending the run. The last few weeks, so I think Ingram and Kamara go in there, pound it, and I think the Saints go to the Super Bowl. Danny, Vin? All right. Um, I'll go first, Vin. Uh, I think for the NFC, it's going to be the Vikings for the first time ever winning and being the home team at the Super Bowl over the Falcons. No, it can't be the Falcons. Well, no, it's going to be the Falcons because they are the six seed, so they would have to play the the Eagles. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, Vikings, Falcons, and the Vikings are the first team ever to play at home for the Super Bowl. You're going Falcons, Vikings. <clears throat> yes, and Vikings winning. Vincent, it it kills me to pick the Vikings to win anything, to be honest. But I think, yeah. I'm going to take the Vikings and the Saints, and I think the Vikings are going to the Super Bowl, unfortunately. I mean, it's going to rely on the arm of Case Keenum, but if he just plays you know, decently well, that's been one of the most talented rosters in the league for at least two three years now. Not only that, they're a different monster at home. They get that crowd going, forget it. You get that horn, oh, that horn, it haunts me sometimes, let me tell you. That friggin' horn. <laughs> I could picture Randy Moss Moon in the Packer fans with the horn playing for no what reason. What a disgusting! Even though it doesn't act. go together because that was at Lambeau, but still. Wow, Vin. <laughs> and wow. then Joe Buck yelling that was disgusting. Vin knows I have a good friend of mine that I used to work with who's a big Minnesota Viking fan. And he had yep. a rough 2017, to say the least, for himself. And. I'm going to say that the Vikings are actually going to end up playing the Eagles. Somehow, Nick Foles, some, for whatever reason, mm. the Eagles were always able to win the division game. No matter who played quarterback. <clears throat> they always won the division game. And I feel like they're going to play it, and we're going to see that 1-2 matchup that we want to see. But... I think the Vikings are just going to be too much in Philadelphia. Um, it doesn't matter that they're a dome team. It's they can practice outdoors. They'll, they'll they could wear shorts then in Philadelphia if they were if they practice outdoors in Minnesota. I'm not worried about it. But I think we're going to get the one-two matchup. But the Vikings are going to go to Philly, go to the link, 
just like all those Andy Reid, Donovan McNabb years, and the Eagle fans will watch another team become NFC champions. In 1960. Philadelphia. It doesn't even count. It doesn't, that, that year doesn't even count. It, this Minnesota team does feel special. Just wait, I remember Bridgewater went in the game a couple weeks ago. Got a huge standing ovation. I just and I, it kills me to say it because he's played so well. But being in the playoffs for the first time, Case Keenum, like it just it, it does scare it scares me a little bit. That defense is just full of run. But they got that they got their home home field and they they're they have Latavius Murray carrying the load right now. I I just. They got that formula right now, and they have enough weapons with Thielen and Diggs and Rudolph. So I, I think, I think they have to just be the way they are. And I love Zimmer. Obviously, he's a stud. So I, that's that's how I, I, I don't know. I just have this feeling with them. But you're right with Case Keenum, the slipper could slip, uh, fall off at any moment with him. I mean. Case Keenum, 22 touchdowns to 7 picks, 3,500 yards, a 98 quarterback. You, you, you're it's talking about an MVP. I'm sorry. It's an MVP. That's MVP caliber numbers. If we're eliminating guys that got hurt, it's between him and Brady and Tom Gurley. And Tom Gurley. It, it's, this is unbelievable. And then Jared Goff is that like fourth guy Jared in Goff's the deep. Jared there, too. Jared Goff's there, too. I, Case Keenum, I don't know how they do it. I guess there's votes. I don't remember if there is. But he'll get votes if there's votes. Um, played the whole year either, didn't he? I mean, game He started. He started fourteen games, so he only he only didn't start two of them. Bradford started game one, and I don't think he started. I think Bridgewater started the last game of the season. Right. I don't think they played Keyson. All right. Yeah. So who loses to New England in the AFC? Because I'm pretty sure we're all going to have New England hosting the AFC Championship game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so who's going to lose to New England? Vin, Dan, why don't one of you guys start? I'm going to start. I'm going to start, and I'm going to I'm gonna go out on a limb here because I don't want to see it. So if I put it out in the universe, maybe it'll happen. The Jacksonville Jaguars are going to the Super Bowl. Oh my wait, wait, god. Wait, 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 wait. You said New England's going to lose? New England's going to lose in the AFC Championship game <laughs> to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Tom Coughlin's going to be like, listen, um, I got Tom this. Tom Coughlin is the goddamn <laughs> kryptonite of the New England Patriots. Oh I, we god. talked about this a couple weeks ago. If you take the Jaguars roster and put them in the Ravens uniforms, you'd be scared of them. And I'm telling you, they're going to do it. Let me see it. It could happen. Hey, it can happen. Um, but I'm going. I'm going. Uh, I can't believe easy. Ben just said that. I'm going. I'm cop. I'm not copping out, but I'm copping out. It's going to be the Steelers losing to the the Patriots. That that game two weeks ago. It's just meant to be for the AFC Championship game, and it's it's going to be one of those things. And the Steelers are going to co- cost themselves for not uh having that uh, as a home game in uh, Pittsburgh, and that's how. That's how uh, New England wins and finds a way to pull it out. Can't believe I'm doing this. Uh, I do have New England winning. The only thing is, I have Tom Brady finally conquering a, a Tom Coughlin coach team, or not coach, but Tom Coughlin involved team in the uh, in the playoffs. 
I just, you know what? I was thinking about this, that matchup that would happen before with the steel. And they just, I mean, I'm looking up and down the roster and I don't see a weakness on that defense. They got two stud corners. They got two safeties. They have linebackers all over the place with Miles Jack and, and Dante Fowler Jr. is a hybrid and, and Calais Campbell in the middle. I mean, just, I could go all day about it. I, I have them get into the, that game, but I still have the Patriots winning. It's just Tom Brady is just is Tom Brady. And yeah, I have the Steelers losing also. But just one thing, wouldn't it be so great to see James Harrison turn heel and just give Tom Brady a stunner? Like, I mean, obviously that wouldn't happen. So basically you read what the, what the Facebook post said? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to have the Steelers losing to New England. Um, it's just, it's just, it's just meant to be. It was just such a good game the other, just the other week. I. So Arrow and Weissman, you both have Steelers losing. No, I have, I have Jags. I have Jags. Steven, I don't know. Oh, okay, doing. you had Jags. You had the Jags <laughs> losing. I have Jags losing in the championship game, but I have them beating Pittsburgh League before. Okay. So. My problem with the Steelers is I don't know how healthy Antonio Brown is. You, He can do anything he wants on Instagram and Snapchat and all of social media, but how healthy is he really? And we won't know that ideally till probably next Wednesday if he's even with the team for practice type of thing. I said it as soon as he signed, and I still believe it. Pittsburgh down a touchdown, third down or fourth down, and James Harrison coming on the edge is going to lay Ben Roethlisberger out, and the game will end. New England will beat the Steelers. I don't know. Does Harrison have a win? Have a ring? Yeah, of course. He had that hundred-yard touchdown against the. Cardinals. Oh, that's right. But yeah, New England. Is going to do what they do best, and that's go to the Super Bowl. It's just what they do best. I'm so happy about it. (laughs) Something new? Because it's never, you're never not going to see it. (laughs) Until until we find out that he actually is a robot and it's illegal that he's even playing. Like, I'm convinced that when he tore his ACL, they put a robot together. Listen, all I want to see next year is Garoppolo and Brady. <laughs> or that be something. Yo, the, the New England San Francisco Super Bowl next year is going to be off the chain. Steven laughs. Steven, you laugh. I don't. I don't. I. Vin, do you. I'm asking you, do you see a little bit of Rodgers in that kid? I, I, I do. I have Just liked what I've seen from Jimmy Garoppolo. I, I don't. I mean. I'm not going to compare him to Roger. I have seen a lot, I liked a lot what I've seen from Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm that, not saying they're going to bring a run to the Super Bowl. They could very well be a playoff team next year. That throw against the Jags that he turned and threw, <clears throat> I thought I really, I saw Rodgers. Uh, I yeah. saw him there. I see what you're saying. All right, so. Weissman, we're going to start with you. Oh, <laughs> okay. We, you have the uh, Vikings and the Patriots. Okay. Who uh, who hoists the Lombardi Trophy? Realistically, we know who's going to win it. 
Well, I'm not going to go with that team. I'm going to go with Minnesota to win it in their home stadium in the Super Bowl. And just for the hell of it, because I just can't stand seeing Tom Brady with another ring. It just, I'm not denying he's the greatest of all time because he is, but I just want a change. Give me Minnesota. Give me Case Keenum getting a Super Bowl, Super Bowl ring. I'm laughing while saying this, but give me Minnesota. I, I don't want to pick against – I mean, I do want to pick against the Patriots, so I'm going to do it. Uh, this Saints team just has too much firepower, and I don't know if New England's defense is up for it. I think this is going to be a classic shootout. And, you know, last year we saw Matt Ryan, inexperienced Matt Ryan, blow that game. and Well, not, not by himself solely, but, you know, you have an experienced quarterback now in Drew Brees who's won a Super Bowl. I think this is a guy – who can beat Tom Brady, who can finally beat Tom Brady, someone named not, not named Eli Manning. So I'm going to go with the Saints to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Where do you guys want to go? I'll go. We're finally getting that Saints-Patriots Super Bowl that, we've wanted, that we <clears throat> wanted six years ago from yeah. Corinth Arrow. I am going to – so my Super, my Super Bowl teams are the Vikings and the Jaguars, right? Just like you, yep. just like you always wanted. Uh, listen, I somehow, I put myself. I didn't think about this very well because now I put myself in the predicament where I have to pick the Vikings to win the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> but I'm gonna spin it to where I like it. The Teddy Bridgewater-led Vikings are gonna win the Super Bowl after Case Keenum is somehow injured or benched. <laughs> what? Yes. If Case Keenum gets benched in the Super Bowl, okay, injured. He's gonna get no. He's gonna no. Oh, he's gonna get injured or benched in, in some course of the playoffs. And Teddy Bridgewater is gonna win the Super Bowl. This is I'm I'm turning my Xbox off as soon as I'm done with this because that's the only way that can happen. But I'm going out on a complete. I'm jumping out the wind. I'm jumping off the limb on this pick. But that's what I'm going with. Vikings. <clears throat> Go for it, Dan. I'm going Pats. They're, uh, I'm going Pats as much as it would be cool to see the home team winning. And I think the last two Patriot Super Bowls have been really lucky. I think that that trend stops, and the Patriots are going to find a way to pull it out. Another heart attack, but not some craziness to end it, like the last four Patriot Super Bowls. Crazy to think that four Super Bowls going down to the wire all crazily. So it's going to be another Patriots heartbreaking fashion win. I said this before. I'm feeling for my friend. He's been a Viking fan since the Purple People Eaters. He suffers enough. With plenty of stuff, I'm going to say that Minnesota is going to pull off an upset against New England and be the first team that isn't the New York Giants to beat New England in a Super Bowl game. That is partially why I did pick pick the Patriots, because I like that being the only team, but I digress. It's going to happen eventually. Well, it could have, should have happened two times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Guys, Marquette King just tweeted the word retirement. Who? I can't. Marquette... He's trolling. 
He's trolling. I Just can't imagine lose Marquette King. Imagine the podcast though with him and Pat. Pat I McAfee. can't. I punters are people too, but I can't lose Marquette King in the NFL. I just can't do it. He should be on the cover of Madden next year. This is coming from a guy who doesn't even have a punter. Um, we do have a punter. His name was Tim Este, and he was the punter in 2010. <laughs> and I don't I haven't had a punter since then. But you punted plenty of times this year. Better uh, than punted, Brad Wang. We punted a million times this year. I probably should have knew who the punter was. I forgot the guy's name. He was a rookie. All right, boys. So, Weissman, Oz, you got any uh, big 2018 plans for the show? Nothing come to mind yet. <laughs> I just, it hasn't hit me yet that the year has, the calendar has turned and the year has changed. But, um, there'll, there'll be something big. We do have a big, uh, apparently, Steve, I insulted Steven and the rest of Tw- Islander Twitter the other day by not declaring that. Rivalry or so-called rivalry or not rivalry by declaring it not a rivalry. So me and Steven are yelling at each other. So maybe that that would be a nice little uh, digit we can go on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this kid doesn't think an Islanders-Rangers rivalry is a rivalry. So lots to talk about on Friday. Well, the the Rangers haven't beaten the Islanders at home since we left the Coliseum. So, yeah, it's not a rivalry if you just lose every time. Because we're not a rivalry. (laughs) (laughs) There is there, this conversation can go on for three weeks. We could, we could just we, this will never end. And you know why? That's because it's a rivalry. Thank it, you. It is a hundred percent a rivalry. Like, like I, it, it, I think. It I'm sorry. If people think the Mets and Yankees and Giants and Jets are rivalries, then they're then this is definitely a rivalry. I mean, the people who think that are wrong. I, I'll just go out and say that. That first of all, the Jets and Giants they, they play once every four years. No, that's not a rivalry. But they play for the Snoopy Trophy every year. That Snoopy <laughs> Trophy, man, let me tell you. Ceased and desist. No more, no more Snoopy. Yeah, but I think the trophy's still around. Isn't the big Snoopy thing still in the front of the thing? No. No. The, uh, they're no longer. The last time he it not, was ever there, yeah. Vin, we had a picture in front of it. Yeah, that was the last time they had Snoopy there? That was yeah. the last game Ma- I ever Ma- saw Life Snoopy got in. rid of uh, Peanuts. Yeah, my life got rid of the Peanuts. Oh, okay. That's Wait, good. do you guys have anything planned for 2018? I you guys always have something planned. Nope. Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Nothing in the works. Nothing in the works right mm-hmm. now. We're uh, one day at a time. And we'll see what happens, you know? Live life to the fullest. And have fun this year. I'm sure Steve we're gonna do plenty of co of co shows like we always do. We're definitely gonna plan some more shows to do together. A lot of big things hopefully coming for the channel. Absolutely. Hopefully a good baseball season. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we're hoping. We're hoping. Oh help us. Oh, ew, the Mets I just saw your tweet, Steve, on the podcast. The Mets don't go to Syracuse next year. No, it's the year this season? One more year. Uh, yeah, it's 2019. Damn. I'm going to deal with Vegas. I, I can't work for the Mets. Someone can't work for Steven, are you working again this year? Let's keep our fingers crossed. I mean, I haven't heard back yet, so we'll see. Okay. <laughs> what could he have possibly done not to get that job? You'd be surprised. I, I, I don't know. 
But there's a rumor going around saying ever since the Mets hired me, they have failed miserably. So, but that is it's not, not a rumor. They made the playoffs game the year that I, I started working. Okay, they you made the playoffs, what? but they lost I in the wild card game. I you, Cindy Alderson has personally called down and said, get that kid out of my stadium because it's his fault we're losing. Steven, ever since you went on, they can't stop getting hurt. Everyone's getting hurt. Everyone gets hurt. It's your fault. They had an employee skate today, and I was afraid players were actually going to be Somebody on Somebody broke an ankle. I get, <laughs> first of all, Spanish people don't know how to spate, skate. So assessment is for wow. skate. Get him out of here. Wow. Man. So, Reyes is back. Oh, with that being said, thank you, boys, for joining us. We're How do people up. follow along with you guys? It's always a fun time. Remind everybody how to listen to you guys, how to keep up with you guys. What's the phone number again? What? Stephen, go ahead. Let's try this one more time. The phone number to call is 1605-562-8001. Press 5 to join the conversation to talk to me and Errol. You can also find us. We actually have a tab on the I-95 Sports Network where you can find all of our shows posted there as well. But also, thanks to you guys for helping us out with everything that you do with sharing our shows. So thank you, guys. And you can also find our shows on uh, every Friday from 2 to 3 p.m. Oh, Jesus. I was... <laughs> like the time, in the, the time in the day is the first thing you should be telling the, the you know I'm, I'm like thinking about it also with what he's saying and i'm like you guys do the show in the same room all the time like why is it not like written on the wall i don't understand what what you know what next time we're breaking up okay i gave you another Did we just chance. have a breakup on freaking <laughs> This is a SSD podcast first. We have a official <laughs> ending of a breakup. We're filing divorce papers. Wait, on wait, the air. wait, wait. Someone's got to put the picture like Syndergaard did of changing in relationship to yeah. single on Twitter. <laughs> it's not no, a relationship that... is podcasting. Maybe that was the problem. Maybe she was she was the bad luck. Maybe she's gone now. Maybe. We'll Maybe. Yeah, that'll be the difference. Yeah. Well, that like, Dan, like Dan reminded different. us, to, Vin and I today, Jacob's going to be more aerodynamic, so it's okay. No, I miss his hair. Oh, get a haircut, Ben. Ben <laughs> <laughs> just called me a hippie. Get a haircut, Ben. 2018. Let's let's clean it up. <laughs> All right, boys. It's always a pleasure. Good night, boys. Guys, good likewise. Night. Good. Have a good night. Have a good 2018, and we'll talk to you guys. You soon. too. Definitely, boys. Thanks again. <laughs>
you could be right. But I also feel like this could be a similar thing to last year when Hamidic broke his hand and they lost like four in a row and they were like, okay, screw it, you're coming back. I think he hurt himself and they were planning to give him like two weeks off until the bye week. And then they're like, okay, no, we can't do that anymore. It's not going to work. Well, then again, he could also be practicing because it's two games. It's three games at this point and then the bye week. So it's three games and then just keep him on the ice to keep conditioning. No, it could just be a conditioning thing for him. I feel like he's going to play either Thursday or Friday. What is it? It's Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday, right? Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Friday. Right. right. So he's going to play. No, Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Saturday at 1 o'clock yeah. at the Garden. Yeah, he's going to play two of the next three games, I think. Which, I, they need him. I don't know um, why they're playing a 1 o'clock game at the Garden, but I don't know. I know. But, I'm sure they have basketball or something going on. Yeah, but then but it would usually be like a 12 o'clock because you need that like four full hours to do the conversion. Gotcha. Um, but something that has been in the news recently is Vince McMahon has decided to bring back the XFL. Oh, before we do that, we, we missed it out on the Winter Classic. With I'm sorry we didn't miss out on the Winter Classic. I apologize. I thought it was cool seeing City Field be different. Um, I thought it was a complete sham that the Rangers were the road team. <laughs> um, getting were the they? Slu- no, the, so they're the road a, team. There's an agreement yeah. with the with the with the league and Madison Square Garden, where if the Rangers don't play 41 home games, the league doesn't consider the Garden to be their home stadium, home arena. Yes, it's yes. something Some, really, really stupid. Something dumb like that. So technically, it was a Saber home game, and it's not like they get people to go to Sabre home games anyway, so they figured, let's say they sold out a game. Well, yeah, pretty much. But it was a Ranger home game. They had the Mets uh, lock uh, clubhouse. They had every, the more majority of the crowd. Um, they did have the goal horn um, when they scored. I think they it had was both. A cool... Usually, they, usually yeah, they had, no matter yeah, what, they, they have they both had teams' both. goal horns. They did have both, but it was cool uh, with that. Uh, but it looked like a fun time. Uh, it would seem like it was a very good game. The Rangers had a two nothing lead, and the the Sabers fought back and had a another good overtime. And then Millsy scored a goal in overtime, so that was pretty cool. Uh, it was in um, like a typical Winter Classic, I guess. Uh, we've seen it the last ten years, so it's always cool to see that one yeah. game. But I think with the Stadium Classic, I think they gotta like tone that down a little bit as well. I don't just think because... they're having another one. No, I'm pretty I... sure they are. I, I actually, don't know I saw the any. ads. I saw the ads when the setup was pretty cool with the subway street signs and everything like that in the background. Yeah, so. I know they already the, announced the next ad- year's outdoor game is um, the Winter Classic is at Notre Dame. It's no, Chicago, Boston. I thought that was in two years. Nope, next year. Okay. I think they are toning because I feel like like two or three years Go. They had like three stadium series games and well, the yeah, that, classic. Yeah, was I the think Yankee there's stadium. just one now. Oh, this LA. is actually this is actually an interesting one. In March, there is a, in Maryland at the yeah, Navy Army, Marine the Navy, right? Yeah, at the Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium, Leafs Capitals. That's okay. That's at least different. That's it. Like, and then next year they have set up Notre Dame Stadium for Winter Classics, uh, Bruins Hawks. And then in February of nineteen, at the link is Pittsburgh, Philly, which okay. Surprise, okay. Surprise. I'm okay with two a year when they were doing the three, and I think it was just three. Two is okay. 
Well, the first year they had the th- the two games at Yankee Stadium after the Winter Classic. It was the Stadium Series. It was the two of them. Right. It was another place. Oh, no, and then, was, L- and then there it was, was the, the one in L- And then there was L.A., yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> that was too much. Yeah, it was. I think it was in Chicago, maybe Soldier Field. Or, no, it was at Wrigley. Soldier Field. No, Soldier Field. Wrigley had a Winter Classic. Soldier Field had a Stadium Series. Okay. I think. It was one of them. I, I don't know. Um, Which, with the way the Devils are playing, don't be surprised to see a Flyers Devils outdoor game at MetLife eventually, yeah. or or a Ranger Devil game at MetLife eventually. Because the yeah, Devils are young, Flyers. so the, so the the Rangers are young, so you know you could start. The Devils are young, I meant. So you can start at least thinking about it in like 2020 when these guys are all in like their third and fourth years. Like, ooh, we should advertise them. I don't know. Yeah, it's still well, up, with the, it's still with the like, doubles. You can go with Philly as well. Yeah, who knows? Because they only show four teams a year anyway. So yeah, it'll probably be Devils Capitals. <laughs> Yikes! Devils Blackhawks at MetLife Stadium. But but honestly, it should have been a Highlander home game. There was no reason why it shouldn't have been the Islander ah, home game. Whatever. The Islanders had a home game, an outdoor home game. But you know what I mean. The stadium That's series was on their home game. I know it was. I'm not saying that. But for I'm the same saying... reasons that we just said with the garden. Just proximity and everything like that. It should have been an on their home game. I thought this year, especially now that the that the Wilpons are putting money into a new arena for the Islanders, eventually they're going to have an outdoor game at City Field. That's my that's my personal opinion. Yeah, maybe. Maybe the Mets should play an indoor game in Belmont. <laughs> <laughs> nope, those all freaking get hurt. Speaking of the, <laughs> speaking of the Mets, uh, hopefully the Mets don't try out uh, Rick Nash and the, for the Mets uh, contract with his brutal uh, BP at uh, City Field the other day. It's pretty yeah, funny. Ho- hockey players don't play baseball. <laughs> Excuse me, did you not hear? Did you not hear? Um, Eichel say that he had like six home runs in a wiffle ball tournament. Oh wow! Great, <laughs> wonderful. He's like anyway. I could play baseball. All the American uh, Yankee, uh, all the American Rangers looked natural at it. Well, that's I mean, yeah, they don't. You don't. No, grow you would hope so. In in, uh, in in Canada, so or wherever else. Um, hey, Justin Morneau, all right, eh? And, uh, Jason don't Bay. Forget, uh, Jason Bay. Oh, oh God. And uh, Larry <laughs> Walker, just, eh? Yo, that's like, like four two. out of that's two weeks in a row. I got like Jason two Bay out of like the last show. six episodes we had that Jason Bay got mentioned. Jason Knock it off. Bay. <laughs> Knock it off. Danny has a real hatred for Jason Bay, like more than the other Met busts. No, 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 no. I have a question it's about huge. Jason Bay. Was it the year that he went over in the home run derby that the winter after we signed him? Or or uh, like a week ago. No, he was still no. Pittsburgh when he did yeah, that. Yeah, whenever he got traded to Boston, and we got all excited because he was hitting home runs off the Green Monster. Yeah, he was still in, in Pittsburgh when he did that thing. Um, let's jump to the XFL really quick. Ugh. I I don't know like what. Okay, so I'm an, I would like to start this. I got go it. ahead because okay. you're the wrestling aficionado around here. So so this is my opinion on it. Um. When it first came out, it could have been very successful, in my opinion. Just because that was when everybody wanted to see those big hits, wanted to see all those cool things, you know. They still had the jacked up um, segment on ESPN and, like, all that stuff. 
But now it's like, a guy gets hit, and he lays there, and you're like, well, this guy's not going to know where he is in 10 years. This guy's not going to know who he is in five years. Like, and also, like, that was the peak of the Attitude Era on top of that. Right, well. and like, Correct. so it's like, I don't want to see extreme football anymore. Like, now that I'm older, it's like, I'm okay with the toned-down NFL, <laughs> as long as they don't go to two-hand touch, of course, but, you know. In hockey, I feel like they should let them play a little bit harder also. Why not make an extreme hockey league while you're at it? But I feel like now that people know more about like concussions and the seriousness of these injuries, and even in the WWE, they're they're toning down with injuries. They're trying like there's no more blood. They're you know they're trying to avoid blood. Um, you know if they see someone like wobbling, they stop the match for concussions <clears throat> and like. They're more serious about injuries too, so why would you think let's bring back an extreme football league that right. where the like, most important thing is these hard, heavy hits? Didn't they make Randy yeah. Orton get rid of that punt thing because he was kicking people in the head? No, it's uh, Seth Rollins. Right, Seth Rollins. His finishing, his finishing move was a knee to the head. No, it was the <laughs> stomp because he no. stomped no, their that's... head into the ground. The curb stomp. Oh, car stomp. Yeah, sorry. No, but but it was a knee. To there, the there was a pl- there was also he had a knee to the head. Orton used to do that thing where he would punt people. But yeah, it was more of Seth Rollins and uh, Daniel Bryan doing moves. Okay. Yeah. But uh, (laughs) the only thing extreme about the XFL was the the coin toss, which would you play a kill the carrier for the ball. That was the only extreme thing about it. Everything else was shittier form of football, and that's the reason why it didn't last. And it happened in the dead of winter at places like Giant Stadium at the time, and other stadium football NFL stadiums that at dead of winter, no one's going to those games because a, the product is shitty. No one wants to go watch shitty product at two degree weather. That that all those things had to go to the factor of everything as well. So it was just a disaster from that standpoint. Maddox was their only one and only MVP. That's he all hate we me. He hate Rod me. Smart. That is the only guy you remember. What? <laughs> yeah. Because because Rod Smart made the NFL, but yeah, that was and it. Maddox, he was a Panther. And Tommy Maddox, of course. But if it wasn't for that, Tommy Maddox, we wouldn't even know who Big who Ben Roethlisberger is. Well, <laughs> all, all honesty though, it, it's not. It, they got hopefully have a better the better plan. That was a good thirty for thirty with the XFL with Vince McMahon and NBC and all everything like that. I remember being excited watching the first game and we with my dad and my cousins and we're ready to go because obviously we're all big wrestling fans at the peak of uh, attitude era. And we watched the first game. We watched it. It was cool for the first, I like, feel like coin everybody talk. watched the first game. Yeah. The first <laughs> coin toss, everybody wanted to see what happened. And then like making normal plays that should be made and that they weren't being made. Everybody's like, all right, this is a piece of garbage and we're never watching ever again. And that's basically what happened. Wasn't it there rumors like it was fixed too? Uh, I don't don't. <laughs> I, look, uh, no, because like it's a wrestling thing. Why wouldn't it be fixed? Like I, no, I don't think it was fixed. But it, but just... then what was funny as hell having Jr. Granted, he knows football. Having Jr. Oh, he King, being the commentators and and uh, Jesse Bobby Ventura, who also played knows football, was the commentators. And the funniest thing of it all, when I watched the thirty for thirty. Matt, Matt Van Sertian, the MLB <laughs> guy, was one That's of the right. play-by-play guys yes. for that. Who looks like, so, um, who's the, Josh Lewin. 
Yeah. He does like John. Matt Vaskersen is very good, though. I like it. Oh, no, yeah, but this was, like, literally it his first funny. job. funny, yeah, right. It was so funny. Yeah, I, I hope, like, I'm not going to watch. I, to be honest, I probably will watch, but I, I, I don't think it's a good idea. I, I, it's if, not going to even... If he wants I'll to be in the football, though, you know what? So. There has also been a rumor that... If this could be like a minor league to the NFL, this maybe could be a like minor league thing. Spring, and also, fall, a spring, summer kind of thing. And also, there's actually a rumor where it may not actually be him bringing the XFL back, but he sold his shares because he's considering buying the Panthers because they are for sale. That's one of the rumors too. So, so who knows if this XFL thing is going to come back? I just, you know, the talks of it made it interesting for. We might as well talk about it, right? Right. If he wants to start another football league, like a spring football league, as like a minor league thing, I'm fine with that. I wouldn't call it the XFL if I were him. I would call it, you know, I don't know, AFL. They have that. I don't know. Call it something else. Yeah, I hear that. Well, with that being said, don't forget Weissman and I show every Friday. I don't know. What did they say? Two to three? Yes, two to three. Re- on the rewind this episode to find out what time they're on. Um i95 network always follow them on twitter of course and instagram you can follow us on facebook twitter and instagram uh we got the sarasso and beard show uh jay's week in wrestling of course snd blog it was a very special episode that we did earlier in the week uh with my friend samry from recovery eats make sure you give that a listen i know a lot of people have been checking it out on the snblog.com um So make sure you all check those out. And iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, all other podcast apps that we don't even know about that we've been told we're on. Um, And, of course, make sure you check out all of their new material on on snblog.com. Any final thoughts of our first episode of 2018? Oh, it was very good. Enjoy your uh, playoff football because you only have a couple more weeks left until uh, August. Cry. So enjoy mm-hmm. that. And New York teams wake the hell up other than the Rangers. The Rangers are the only team that's steadily playing well. Um, and the Devils, of course, but we don't really count them. But we'll give them their due soon enough. Uh, always fun to hang out with the Weissman on our show. and. I'm dreading the three weeks between the Super Bowl and spring training, but I am going to spring training for a week this year. Oh, at the end look of March. at me. I'm going to spring training. My, uh, the old man and I are going to Florida for a week. Oh, nice. So that should be fun. It's the first time we've ever done that. That's so going to be cool. I'm hoping to uh, you know, watch a team that is competitive. Well, it could be worse. It could be during the World Baseball Classic where none of the players are actually there. <laughs> but we're we're going late in the month, like I said, so like most of the guys will be there. So you know, you'll and... see all the split squad games with all the crappy teams. Got it. I, I, I can't wait. I can't. I, I just you're gonna like, see I, all of like the St. Louis Cardinals single A guys. I can't. I can't wait to have a conversation with Brandon Nimmo while he's running on the sidelines. Hey, Bruno, Brandon, Brandon is a, nice, he's a great guy. guy. He's a very he's good guy. Great. He's awesome. He was very nice. He was very nice to us when we uh, ran into him at the Granderson event he, earlier. He, he's he's a a, a A outfielder, but he's a very nice. Guy. I I felt so bad for him. He literally didn't even get a chance to like enjoy himself that night because because he literally was the last. He one literally he walked in the door and never got past that point. Yeah, like we took a selfie with him talking. and we're like, enjoy your night. When we get a chance, when we'll try and get you later to do an interview. And he's like, all right, guys, thanks. 
and, and like we caught him get, walking out the door, and I was like, "Can we get you for two minutes?" And he's like, "Yeah, let's do it." Yeah, he he never got a chance. But I, that night was fun. I wish we can go back to that night. That night was pretty fun. That night was actually pretty awesome. Um, hopefully, there'll be some cool things we could do again this summer, or even just coming up. We'll find hopefully find some things. I'm sure. Well, uh, sure, LPG is gonna hook some things up again. Yeah, yeah so I'm definitely happen. going. Hopefully, Dan can join us for the softball game this year. Yeah, definitely. I'm that definitely was, gonna. That was a lot of fun. So, with that being said, like we said, make sure to check us out on all social media. It's 2018. A lot of big things are coming. I know they asked us the Weissman and us, but everybody that knows our our show, the S and D podcast show, we like to keep things on the download till we have everything figured out and officially set in stone before we make our big announcements about anything. But uh, you know, follow us on all of social media to keep up with everything that we do. Thanks for listening. Crush it. I will crush it. El nuevo Crispy Chicken Sandwich de McDonald's es crujiente, tiernito, jugoso. Es pollo en la McDonald's, un mordisco y wow. es el nuevo Crispy Chicken Sandwich. Ordena por anticipado en el app de McDonald's. Pa -pa -pa. En McDonald's participantes.